It works. If you're watching this, you're watching The Greatest Show, episode 142, with the Three Stooges. I'm Shep. I'm Curly. <laughs> I'm Mo. <laughs> <laughs> so none of us chose the, the actual bald guy, of which I should have. And I'm eating cookies, because I've got two beautiful people that can talk amongst themselves while I have my mouth full. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've got a drink, so you might have to talk too. Yeah, I, I have uh, amaretto and orange juice because I'm trying to stay healthy. So as I was explaining to the guys, orange juice, that's healthy. And uh, fruit and vegetable group slammed together into a big thing of jelly beans, that's healthy. So I'm good to go. I'm drinking Dr. Pepper and brandy, so I'm not healthy. Dude, what's... More healthier than doctor. Um, nurse pepper. Nurse pepper. Yeah, don't drink crackhead pepper because that's that's bad for you. Doctor mm -hmm. pepper, that should cure anything that ails you. Or maybe the crack will cure anything that ails you. <laughs> Mayhaps. So, Bob. Yes. You've been gone for a really long time. You've been gone for yeah, I've been gone for a really long time. <laughs> You're a towel. <laughs> yes, I have been working crazy, crazy overtime, and now I'm working crazy, crazy overtime. Oh yeah, because it's all Christmassy and shit. Yeah, since October first, yeah. Yeah, I ditched out on it this week. I've crossed my name off the list. Because our work schedule goes from Sunday to Saturday, right? Yeah. And I was thinking about it. I signed up for Sunday. I'm like, wait a minute. If it's Sunday to Saturday, if I work Sunday, that means at the end of the week, uh, I'll still have to work next Sunday. Because that falls under the following week. So we have the weekend off, but... So if I don't work that one, I'll be forced to work that Saturday because it's like, wait a minute. So if I don't take today off, then I'm screwing myself out of a weekend day. Yes. So yes. I said, fuck it. I, I actually stopped and I said, fuck it. People heard it. <laughs> I bet it was quite an event. It was. Yeah, it was great. There was like music playing in the background. People were clapping and wait, never mind. That's Officer Gentleman. <laughs> yeah, that that wasn't that wasn't me. Yeah, they were more like get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> so I work with a very interesting individual across the aisle from me. Yeah, I'd love to have him on sometime because he fits the Bob role because he's really quirky. Really? Yeah. Is his name also Bob? No, it's Greg. My, well, uh, I work with him. Actually, I work with two of him. 
So I uh, I normally call him by his last name, but my greeting to him, I'll use his first name in place of the last name, is you suck, Greg. <laughs> and he, he he does the same back. Nice, so nice. Uh, we uh, we also we talk. Um, well, your name's not Greg. You what? We talk a lot, and uh, one day he starts singing. Here I here I sit alone on my throne. <laughs> the only hole I've ever known, and he's like, "That's brown snake." So <laughs> now, whenever one of us has to take a dump, we make sure to let the other one know that we have tickets to the brown snake concert. Nice, yeah, nice. I usually go with the uh, tried and true. I'm gonna be in my office doing paperwork. Well, I used to do the whole office thing, but the brown snake <sighs> concert is a lot better. I think that's yeah, that's great. I love it. I, I don't mean to keep cutting you off, Metal. Sorry. No worries. Dude, you're like a lightsaber. Maybe, maybe perhaps a plasma cutter. Because you keep cutting off metal. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah that's me. Yeah, you'd need a plasma cutter to do that. Or like on the ground there? Huh? Actually, I could ask you both. Is there snow on the ground where you live? No, just rain. Okay, it's raining here too. Okay, because there's snow no there. snow here either. Oh. Wisconsin got a lot. Wasn't sure if I just heard gunfire. <laughs> Pretty sure yeah, I heard gunfire on my route today. Pretty sure. It was loud. There was three of them. Didn't really sound like it was like a hammer or anything. As uh, as the three of us know, we would all pretty much be able to distinguish gunshot sounds. Yeah. So, pretty sure. Oh, there's a cannon near here. Um, somebody shoots a cannon all the fucking time. There's a cannon. There's always like explosions, fireworks, and firearms going off. It's all what good. Are there boobs there? Yeah. There are boobs there. There's lots of boobs here. Usually covered up with shirts. Boo! I know. And for everybody watching that's offended by that, why? Yeah. Either why are you watching or why are you offended? Yeah. Nobody grabs anybody. We're just having fun here. Yeah. And, and, chances are, man or woman, you probably sucked on titties sometime in your life. I, I'd, say, I'd say better than 75% chance. Yeah. Now, not everybody, but at least 75% of them. Yeah. I mean, it might have been while you were an infant, but that still counts. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not the titty you wanted, but it's the titty you got. At the time you wanted it. Yeah. So, uh, Metal, I know at one point we were going to, uh, we were going to see you without all that hair. When, when is that going to happen? Oh. Or can you not do it now because Melanie likes it? I think she does like it. Yeah. <laughs> 
What? I'm just saying that you know you had this grand plan to cut it off at some point, and now you're stuck. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> that, <laughs> that's licorice. Yeah, that was licorice one. That was terrible. That was a terrible thing that just happened there. All right, that one's gone. So, 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 are you going to cut it, or are you not going to cut it? Are you going to wait for a while yet? I'm gonna probably wait till uh end of December. Okay. Well, since uh since you're not taking the hair off till the end of December, you can leave the beard too. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not gonna know who you are when you show up without all your hair. Oh, just wait. It'll be hysterical. <laughs> I don't think anyone's seen me without hair in like five years, four years. Yeah, I just. And I've, I mean, I have pictures of you without the hair, and I just, I can't even fathom. Can't fathom it. You know the best time to do that? On Monday? The first couple of weeks of uh, summer. Like, go to the beach, spend some time there, then shave your head and your beard, and you'll have, like, this red, and, like, the rest of it will be white. <laughs> like the inverse uh, mass superhero look? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That would be, that would be funny. Yeah. So usually, if I shave my head and it summer's already started, um, I'll shave it like on a Friday, and then uh, spend the next two days like outside cutting wood and mowing grass and shit like that, just to like burn the fuck out of myself so it doesn't look so, you know. I don't remember the last time I could grow my hair, so I just I I I, I don't feel your guys' pain. I'll be able to grow mine Saturday. What what? I was able to grow mine Saturday. <laughs> this Saturday. Like, that was that was today, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that was today. I kidding. <laughs> oh I got kitty. I got kitty. So I was looking into playing a new game. Of course, I have nobody to play it with, so I'm kind of trying to make up some uh, solo rules for it. The game, Pokemon. What? It's, it, it is literally a Pokemon RPG called Pokemon Tabletop Adventures, where you make a character, you're catching Pokemon and stuff, you're like um, going through, it's a role-playing game just like any other. You're battling them, and it's it's not like the video game where you're just using your creatures. But I mean, the um, oh, the little um, scenario they put in the book. The guy's kicking at them and elbowing on, and like you're attacking these things too. You're just trying to beat them down, and then you catch them if you don't knock them out. So that's kind of crazy. Then, uh, but I'm thinking it's like you know what would be cool is if because I I don't have any to play with right now except for perhaps the kid. Uh, is to come up with scenario lists. Like, um, let's say I'm out driving around, you know, going back and forth to work or shopping or whatever. If I see five Volkswagen bugs when I come home, I get to fight a wild Pokemon. Or, uh, you know, the uh, the third time the siren goes by my house, there is a uh, an attack of wild ones, something like that. So I can use, like, real-world stuff to dictate when... 
This sounds an awful lot like you could be using the bullet journal, uh, sorry, the Bujo RPG as part of this too, you know, because you you just Pokemon theme it. Pokemon theme it, yeah, I theme it. Hell yeah, I could. Yeah. For for those of you two that are watching, uh, well, sorry, there's nobody watching. For those of you two that are on the show with me. um, Watching also. In the middle of next week, I want to say, like a Wednesday, uh, an episode of Fear the Boot will come out because I was on the show. You should listen. Fear the Boot? Fear the Boot. The Boot. So when we had Dan on, um, after basically I had to stop the show at the two hours because I promised I wouldn't run the show, but we ended up talking like an hour after the show ended. And... uh, and he had me on on their show to talk about uh, Bujo RPG. Bujo, I want to see that show because I would like to see more to it than just like the. Do you explain like the workings of it and everything? I, I kind of explain the workings of things. I mean, Bob, since you know me, you can have uh, direct access to me to ask very poignant and direct questions. So, um, but I mean, everything is on the web on my website so far. So it's. I just have to get the time to not be working in order to uh, finish the finish the rewrite of the uh, the tutorial for Bujo RPG two. Another licorice one. That's bad. Whatever, whichever one that whichever color that licorice one is, I want you to take all of them out that are that color. And I want you to smash them with a hammer. You can't do that though, because there's chocolate ones that are the same. There's uh, Java ones that are the same ish. There's like, there's ones that don't suck that look like that, especially in this lighting. As you see, my lighting is like pretty intense back here, kind of blinding me. Oh, of course, it's not that bad when I do this, but I'm not gonna. You're not gonna do that the whole time. I've got an iPhone 10 on the way. <laughs> you what? got one. I'm hearing so much crap about those though. You know the two? I have two. I've heard lots of "I want this" and "I'm never going to use a different phone again" type comments. The two reasons why I will never get that I well probably any iPhone. Um, number one is being leaked directly from the uh, the Apple company. Uh, two bits of information. One is, yeah, we set the price this high just to see if people will be willing to pay it. What? And then the other one was, um, I guess they admitted to purposely slowing down all other iPhone devices so people would be more likely to go out and buy the new one. Yeah, that's been known for years. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. I don't Uh, know about that last one, but I have heard the other one. Yeah. So, the uh, things I would not get one. Then they say the screen is like crazy fragile. Uh, and then if it does break the screen, it's like half the phone price again to fix the screen. They're just well, the yeah, other reasons why I wouldn't get. I'm on the iPhone upgrade program, so I'm just making a monthly payment. So, and I can literally upgrade to the new iPhone every every time a new one comes out. So yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I probably would if I was in your shoes. So I the one that I have. I've only had for a year, and as soon as I saw the 10, I'm like, that's the one I want, because uh, the 10 is the way the rest of them are going, so they're going to 
the, the home button is going away and, and all kinds of stuff. What are they putting in place of the home button? Um, there are gestures. Uh, well, it's the uh, facial recognition. Oh, I've heard so, bad stuff about that too. Well, in, in the store, the, the test models, they don't have them. I mean, obviously, it's not scanning my face to unlock it, but you just look at the phone and it the screen comes on and opens. It's unbelievably awesome. What's the shit I'm hearing that cops are allowed to open your phone because they can? They say they're like, if you don't give the cop a password, they can't open it. But if they can scan your face, now it's totally legal for them to look in your phone or something. What's, what's this shit? I don't know what. Look at the EFF. In, uh, you know, the ACLU, those groups will be fighting it. Oh, so before you get too deep into that, um, there's a apparently if you squeeze the phone or something like that, if you hit a button on the side, um, you can actually force it to turn the passcode on, so the facial recognition won't unlock the phone. So I mean, there are safeguards against this. But right, my question to you and to you, Metal, as uh, two other white men uh, who are more than middle aged or middle aged. We're all middle-aged. We're all middle-aged white men. I hope I'm middle-aged. I have a feeling I'm going to die really soon, which puts me more above in the top age. Yeah, like three-fourths age at least. Yeah. My, my question to you two white men is what are you worried? Are you, like, tooling around high on meth in cars, or are you, like, shooting deer from the highway? Right. On? But the idea of... I've got nothing to hide, therefore I don't care if somebody watches my every move, is a terrible excuse to allow a police state. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Well, but no, no, no. That's not I'm what I'm saying. I'm doing nothing wrong, while at the same time, I don't want them to have access to my stuff. <laughs> but if you're not doing anything wrong, they wouldn't have to get access to your stuff. But they still uh, can. The, uh, it's called guilty by association. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, if I commit a crime, they might suspect you two for being in on it because, well, we've podcasted together for how long? Yep. Or the person in your car has weed on them, so you're getting busted. Or you know, whatever the case may be, it's still... We've we got the idea of um, these things in our houses. Well, they said that one of them, like a Connects-type thing um one of the smart tvs called the police on somebody with a domestic dispute type thing the cops showed up at the house because the guy was playing a video game a shoot him up video game and he was yelling i'm gonna fucking kill you or something like that and the cops were called to his house because smart tv you got a link for that oracle what's that uh, link to that or I don't no I, I'm curious about it because I had heard about it but I haven't read it I want to see if I can find something out right now speaking of which you guys see the um, about the um, the six eyewitnesses from the um, Las Vegas shooting no. There was six eyewitnesses that uh, came forward saying that there was a second gunman. They're all dead now. Really? 
Yep. All six witnesses. That's a little fucked up, isn't it? The yeah. idea behind the Kennedy stuff was that it was to be remained uh, sealed until most of those involved would be dead so that there would be no repercussions. Hmm. Um, to drag back to the iPhone just for a brief second. Um, wow, I just blanked completely. Sorry. <laughs> I had a direction. I was going play. Oh, there's an app that only works with the iPhone 10 called Clips. What? And using the facial recognition, you can be, it's like putting a green screen behind you. So you like in like if I had it right now, I could real time be in a different place. One of those places, the Millennium Falcon. Really? That's awesome. Nice. And because it doesn't work with anything but an iPhone 10, I, I don't want to even bother downloading it yet, but can't wait to see it. A smart speaker device alerted the cops to an assault. Uh, consumer alert, your smart TV is spying on you. Um, this is an assault, though. This was an actual assault where when the man asked his girlfriend if she had called the sheriff, it prompted the speakers to call the emergency services. Um, I, it just, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't like that. That shouldn't be a thing. Granted, just like any, any other thing that involves the police, um, if you need a police officer, whatever gets them there the fastest is a good thing. But, you know, I don't know. It just. Well, here, I'm going to present an argument here, not in favor of this, uh, this, we see everything you do state. But I think that at this point, it's too late. Yeah. We've crossed the line and we're barreling down into the, into the valley. Well, there was a thing that I saw last week, and I was like, yeah, there you go. At one point in history, people were like, shh, keep your voices down. They might have us bugged. The, the government might have us bugged. And today, um, I don't remember which device it was. What's that What's that one speaker thing, that one house? Alexa. Hmm. Alexa. Yeah. It said nowadays we're like, Alexa, find a recipe for fried chicken. You know, it's like all that stuff is being monitored. Like all of it. Yeah, it's been that way for like the last 25 years. Yeah, it is. It's, you know, all of our internet stuff, and it's just, I don't know, it doesn't seem right. Yeah, we've, we're, we're way past that line. Yeah. Because even if, even if you remained off the grid, you're still being monitored because so many other people are doing stuff. Yeah. But, you know, they're, whoa, I almost dropped my salad. Which is a large <laughs> um, yeah. Um, just like at work, they've got cameras in the break room, right? But you don't have somebody sitting there watching the cameras in the break room. If they went in the break room and a machine was busted open, they would check the cameras. If there was a, um, you know, somebody says, yeah, somebody who just spent the last hour in the break room, they'll check the cameras. That's true. Yeah. 
I'm gonna set those aside because too much healthy gives me a bellyache. And I dropped one. You don't want to do that. No. I'm also making a character for the Call of Cthulhu game. Oh, uh, which you, one? Uh, not sure which edition this is. It's a uh, it's a D20 system. Oh, the D20? Yeah. All right. I do like the system itself. Um, it makes me very happy. Uh, there was a podcast I was listening to a while back, uh, Cthulhu and Friends. And then recently on um, Critical Hit, the main storyline ended and they played for a few episodes of Call of Cthulhu. And it's like, man, I missed that game. Uh, it's weird because you, you get in a state of mind where things start getting disturbing to you. Right. I don't know if you guys have listened to any of the play casts on that or anything, but uh, or played the game itself. I have listened to the Unspeakable Oath podcast play Cthulhu, but they play it the the, the way that they presented how they were playing felt kind of like we're looking in on what the characters are doing rather than I'm experiencing this. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's it's worth checking out, um, and they play uh, they played a lot of uh, Delta Green, which is apparently a modern version of Cthulhu. Mm. Yeah, it's basically a streamlined version of Call of Cthulhu. It actually gives you a reason to play as opposed to oh, I'm just investigating this. Holy shit, I'm mad. Hmm. So when Bob mentioned solo RPG type stuff, uh, I immediately wanted to reference some columns I've written recently on my website. And then I realized that I wrote a whole bunch of columns ahead of time to bank them so they will continue to come out week after week, even if I don't have time to write. Like, I didn't get time to write it all this week. So they're not out yet, but um, I'm since I can't I mean, I, A, I don't have time, and B, we haven't been able to get together before a show yet to have a, a role-playing session. So I was going to start playing a game uh, solo, and... I think that's cool, though. Uh, yeah, that's what you say for the bedroom. <laughs> the, the game that I'm going to play, ignoring his, his comment... But kudos for that comment. <laughs> um, I, I so the the columns that I wrote are are basically they're centered around uh, uh, in intellectual properties that everybody loves that don't exist anymore or need to be resurrected or things like that. And so I'm one of the things I was going to do is I, and I talked about it was uh, Tron Legacy kind of killed that franchise because they Disney apparently didn't make enough money even though they're going to try rebooting it. But my oh. thought was, if I'm, if I'm running myself through a solo RPG world, similar to Tron, I can literally discover it as my character discovers it using the Mythic uh, Game Master emulator. So I'm going to be in a digital world as a Tron-like character discovering the, this digital world. Nice. Yeah. 
the one story that I started writing, the chick had, it was a time traveler chick, and she had a ring. I might have read that to you. The ring had a, uh, a three-position switch and a button, and she was able to, uh, three items, she was able to, like, you know, if she had it in her hand and she hit the button, it would digitalize it into that thing where she can recall it later. And then, uh, you know, so it, depending on, so you can, like, pull a sword into it and then put it on switch B, hit the button, and you digitalize out uh, what she had was, um, uh, it was a motorcycle. Because she grabbed the hold of the handles on the motorcycle, digitalized it, and now it's in her ring. So now all she has to do is hit that button, and, like, it starts to digitalize out the handle and then, like, become a bike in front of her where she's, like, on it and then takes off. But it was three objects that were, like, digitalized within that ring. And that totally made me think of Tron. Oh. Well, the, the concept behind what I was thinking is, is Tron was first developed in a time when terminology for computers isn't what it what it is now i mean it's very very outdated terminology so i figured this this my my digital world would be all updated terminology so i'm not i'm not a program on the grid i'm an app in the cloud or something oh nice and instead of users as being the actual human beings programming everything they're developers nice you know, one thing that I always thought was pretty uh, fucked up about uh, oh, any of the shows from the past here where they had computers and there was always somebody typing away. Um, then when I grew up and got a computer, the idea of cross-referencing information isn't nearly as easy as they make it look on TV. My favorite part of computers on TV is when, uh, when a Scientist One brings everybody around the computer and this is what's going on. Hits a button and then this big animation happens. Because my <laughs> only thought is that took 17 days. To be yeah. Created. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Okay, these computers don't do these things. Like they'll do a cross reference for everyone who used a credit card in this state with all the people who had, I, I don't know, they, they come up with some like bizarre things and that leaves only these places here. So if I. I don't know, and they're able to like narrow it down to like one or two with this like massive. It's like, dude, your fucking computer's a like massive box with one little flashing icon on it, and I can accept it if it's like an FBI, like the the TV show Numbers. Yeah. If they've got a dedicated network system going it on, it might be set up to do that already. Yeah, so then they can actually plug in all that info and remove that. That I'm acceptable. It's the let's use Star Trek for the voyage home. Scotty literally sits down at a, a at an Apple II something or other, does a bunch of typing, and all of a sudden there's this massive formula that forms on the screen, and this guy goes nuts over it. <laughs> Where did he type it into? What did he type? Yeah. I mean, I, I can do that too, and stuff doesn't magically appear. Well, then you've got the wrong keyboard. Apparently. Apparently, I've got the wrong keyboard. Maybe it's special nail polish he's using. I didn't think about that. Because I didn't realize that spacemen from the future um, wore nail, nail polish. polish. Yeah, yeah, all of them. Uh, speaking of nail polish, I'm going to get me a beer. See? No <laughs>
you go get a beer and then I've got questions for you. Uh, um, um, you uh, usually proceed by uh, occasionally or so. <laughs> I don't know. Did I miss something bizarre? Yes. Yes. So, do either of you watch Star Trek Discovery? I've watched maybe the first three or four episodes. I got saved on my favorites on here. Um, new releases, shows. Um, how y'all doing? Star Trek Discovery. Oh, I'm on the third episode. Okay. I haven't seen any of it, but... There's nine available right now. So that's um, the mid-season break. They they did a cliffhanger to then start again in February. So now I'm not, I'm not caught up, but what I want to say is that I'm a huge Star Trek fan, and I think that Trisha and I are d done with episode four, and we just need to go to five next. I've got zero drive to want to see this because it's... I, it's not Star Trek. It's just, it's like, it, they say it happens in the same universe, but, eh. eh yeah. Yeah. But I, in comparison, I watched the first episode, went right into the second, and by the end of that one, I was like, I might not go anymore with this. Now, I heard that the cliffhanger, I, I should go at least to that point. If I don't like what happens up to that point, then... I'm pretty much done with the show. So I'm willing to jump back into it here briefly. But I wanted to ask, in comparison to Star Trek Discovery, do either of you watch The Orville? The what? I've heard good things about it. I've heard it's actually better than Discovery. Uh, Bob, the show is called The Orville. O-R-V-I-L-L-E. I have not heard of that one. That is Seth MacFarlane pitched a Star Trek series to somebody... And they couldn't. They either couldn't get the rights to Star Trek, or they turned him down. So Fox basically allowed him to develop his own Star Trek-like series. The Orville is so much better than Star Trek Discovery. I can't even tell you. O R V A L. O R V I L L E. Like the Orville Brothers and Fundy Flight, or Orville Redenbacher. Stuff. Yeah, that's on here. There's 10 episodes of that on here. I'm going to add that to my favorites so I can watch it with my now, face. Now, think about when you're watching it, think this is a Star Trek. Think this is a Star Trek The Next Generation episode, and then they're going to throw in humor to kind of lighten up here and there, but it's not overwhelming. Like, it's not a... Uh, it's not an episode of the uh, Family Guy or American Dad. It's it's a it's a drop funny here once once in a while, not not all the way through. And I you know what? Let me take a look at that. I've got a uh, there's one space one that we watched a couple episodes of, and it was amusing. And I'm not sure if that's the one. Uh, the kind of looks like a squid, but the the squid parts are connected at the back. That does not sound familiar. Uh, here, let me go to uh, this and see, like, I want to see, like, a main character of it or something. 
Um, okay, hold on. Hi, hon. Hi. We've got a Bob. Oh. Hi. Hi. Oh. How's stuff? Oh. Cold and and tiring and hungry. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna go pick us up a pizza, and then she's gonna join the show. Pizza's good for you. It is. Yes, I have watched an episode of that, an episode or two. We watched a couple of them, me and the wife lady. So it, it, I do agree. It is, it is amusing. So the the first couple of episodes seemed kind of awkward because it felt like they were shoehorning in all the jokes, but it gets way more natural as the show goes on. So it gets it just flows so much better. Like uh, my my favorite line so far is there's something happening to a planet, and somebody goes, "All the f there's there's thousands of families down there. We got to help them." And one of the guys flying the ship goes, "There's a lot of single people down there too." <laughs> <laughs> so it, it uh, yeah yeah it's a I I love it. It's it's. It's what I it's what I hoped Discovery would be a little bit more like, but I don't know. It just it's such a jarring not. I don't I don't I don't know. This is not the one I want. I thought it was a root beer. It's still it, it's pretty good. I don't know if any of you have tried this. It's not your mom's strawberry rhubarb. What? What? Yeah, it's pretty good. But it's not the one I was expecting it to be. It's just like the Not Your Father's, except it's not your mother's. They also have, there's an apple pie available. Trish is the apple pie. Um, there's I, a I, one that tastes like squirt. You guys remember squirt? No. It's very citrusy like that. That's the Not Your Father's Mountain Soda or something like that. Yeah. I saw that in the beer, store the other day. And I, didn't know. I figured I it was see. something they were like, but. Yeah, it tastes more like squirt than it does Mountain Dew. Is get that like that that kick of like like citrusy. Yeah, because squirt is is a grapefruit soda, which I never thought made sense. But I'm thinking that there was another one also. Um, I know that I've been in. I, I like the uh, Henry Weinhard's hard uh, uh, or Henry's hard grape soda as well as the orange. There is another one. The, the mountain thing that I told you about the other day, Bob says it tastes like squirt. Oh, the Mountain Dew, like... Yeah, yeah. so I will hate it, because it tastes like squirt. I have uh, I don't remember what the other one was, but the other one was really good, too. And I'm thinking it was, uh... Let me put in, uh... Well, let me, let me tell Trisha about the one you just showed me. Bob just opened a not your mother's strawberry rhubarb. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. I'll even. I mean, does it? I'll even give it a shot. It's pretty good. I like strawberry rhubarb jam. <sighs> she had brought some, uh, some like. What's those like? Uh, those candies that are like. Jolly Ranchers? No, it's the the word itself is like um like high end restaurants uh 
they're usually like little things that are like. Uh, hold on a second. I think the word might be on here. Um, no. Anyways, it was like the high end candies. So you had like maybe ten of them in a package, and it was like five bucks for like ten little pieces, or not or derb or. Anyways, uh, they were really really good, and uh, there was a strawberry rhubarb one of those, and I realized then that strawberry and rhubarb together is an awesome thing. Strawberry good, rhubarb not so good. Strawberry <laughs> rhubarb great. Yes. <laughs> not so or dirt. I don't know why. I'm I can just imagine the conversation. Hey. I got these strawberries here. We love strawberries. Can we do something with them? Well, I've got this rhubarb. Rhubarb tastes like ass. But if we put them together. Let's mix them. <laughs> yeah. It's like I've got toast with strawberry jelly on it. Well, I'm in a hot bath. Ooh, I love hot baths. Let's combine those two things. <laughs> <A> bubble bath <laughs> flavored jelly. <laughs> Hi, of the words. Huh? Hi. I'm gonna go get food. Yeah, she's gonna go get food. Because I'm tired of eating cashew chicken every other meal or every three meals, like three meals in a row. And I had cashew chicken at Sharon's for lunch. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna have the cashew chicken. The first I realized it was frozen, and second, I saw the McNuggets. So I'm like, I better eat the McNuggets. All right. Um, I'm sure everyone can see this. I have Doctor Who leggings. <laughs> That's awesome. I saw your post on those last week. That was pretty okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I I don't know. Like, yeah, you can really see them now. They're totally dark. Anyway. I'm gonna feel some butt. Okay. Great. All right. We got video uh, video proof that I feel my wife's ass. Prof <sighs> is really into those jelly beans. Jelly beans. Healthy. Yeah, it's healthy because it's both beans and fruit flavored so it's fruit and vegetables rolled into one <laughs> so okay but I, I try to explain to her all the time that zebra cakes are made from real zebra and she just laughs at me I just no it's true if I go to Africa I'm totally taking one of those fuckers down they're delicious for their delicious cakes yes they're made of cake <laughs> so the uh, this is a different brand, but the other brand of these has that word that I'm thinking on it. Or, and I don't know why. Gourmet. That's the one. Yes. Gourmet. <laughs> nice. We somehow figured out an extremely random word with with a lot of random facts. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the word. I was thinking organic. I'm like, that's not it at all. I was thinking it had like the. Uh, Okay, I'm happy now. Yay. I forgot it. What was it? Ah! So, Tricia, myself, and our friend Sean were at a bar one night, and a clip from something came on TV, and Trish whips around and goes, it's that guy in that thing, and we're, we're both like, uh-huh, because we both understood what she said. <laughs> it's the only time she ever said that where I knew what she was talking about. Nice. Right. I talk like that often, and people always seem to know. What I'm... 
Well, you do kind of have a language. Hey, did you guys know that I can speak some Vietnamese? Yes. You mentioned that last time. It was like, uh, and that was a long time ago. It was last time. Yeah, I've learned a few more things since then. Like uh, now, I've got two people teaching me, and one is correcting what the other one is teaching me. So I'm wondering if it's a dialect thing that's going on that I'm not aware of, or one well, learned it from their grandmother or something. Well, I mean, there is when I'm addressing someone, there is a the the, the terms are like older and younger. So when I go to the salon to talk to the ladies, um, I, I address the owner in the formal older, uh, the, it's like older sister. And then the, the younger girls I would address as the younger sister. How's that? Ah. How's that going? How's that sound? So to uh, basically i'll be saying hello and then older sister and then hello and younger sister so it's chow g and chow aim so it's like saying in english uh hello younger one and hello older one kinda huh and um i was combining words in the wrong order and that was corrected so um the word day is nye nye like yeah. N-G-A-Y. I don't know if I can make that noise. Yeah. I can make it all the time. Yeah. 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 It's like, would it's you like very, It's very would you like unnatural. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's very unnatural for English speakers to say it with starting with the N-G, but yeah. So um, if, it, if I want to say it's a beautiful day, I start with the word day. And then I add words to it. Like day is beautiful. Almost like the uh, Spanish language. A lot of languages are like that. Kind of. So it's Nye de Troy. Now, I don't know what the last word is, the Troy part. Dep means beautiful. So if I wanted to, if, if I wanted to say I just saw, uh, uh, or if I want to point out a beautiful woman, depending on whether or not it's an older or younger situation, I would do Dep. Aim or Dep G. Huh. What I started learning, which is good morning, Chabu Sang, um, goodbye, Tambiet. Um, I also learned how to say I am learning to speak Vietnamese, which is Toi Hao Tieng Viet. Then, you know, like, uh, thank you, you're welcome. Um, I know the word rain is moi. Um, I just learned what sunshine was today, and I've already forgotten it. Wait. Nang. Nang. Um, snow is do it. Um, so, I mean, I'm just, I'm just picking up little things here and there, and the thing that I have to keep remembering, and especially with, like, the rain, the sunshine, and the snow, is I don't want to think of the word and associate it with the English word. I want to think of the word and actually visualize snow, actually visualize rain, because that's how we speak, is we're not relating to a word. We're, if I say that's a blanket, I think blanket while I'm pointing at it and saying blanket. I don't think of the word blanket. Right. Which is... Well, N-G-A-Y, and then the D-E-P, 
for beautiful day. N-G-A-Y, the A has the, the line above it, like the Spanish words do. The D-E-P, the E has the dot underneath of it, and the D is crossed. So what sound does that make? A crossed D. The cross, the D with the line in it is the is the D that we would know. So as in duh. So dog, dung, okay. dig shit. Um, the D okay. without the line in it is like a Y sound. So I have a customer on my I I have a customer on my route whose first name is D U Y, but it doesn't have the line in it. So his name is Yi. Wow. Oh. And it, that blew my mind. And you're you're looking at the accent thing. If you, you have installed, like I have installed on my phone the Vietnamese keyboard because it's very, I want to be able to write in Vietnamese too. So um, there are so many accents on every single vowel. It's mind boggling. But I was very overwhelmed at first, but I learned really quickly that if you see an O with a dot below it, it always makes that sound. It's not a, doesn't matter what comes before it or comes after it, it always makes the same sound. So it would be like us breaking our alphabet out with all kinds of marks above our vowels so that everybody would know how to pronounce our fucking words. Yeah. Well, and you know, it does. it's not that mind-blowing with the, the D with the line being that different of a sound. If you look at it from the point of view of it, it's not a D with a line on it. It's an entirely different letter, right? Yes. Yes. It's it's almost like Yeah, okay. So the other weird thing about Vietnamese is is they used to have a pictograph uh alphabet like Chinese and Japanese. Mm -hmm. This the system that you're looking at now is is only been around since like the 70s. Oh. I, I mean, mean they just I thought that the the old TV shows of uh where they were in like Vietnam, uh, Vietnam and stuff, that the writing was kanji-like. Yeah, yeah. Because it's there was a weird transition period. It wasn't very long, but the Vietnamese government, and it had to be after the war ended because Vietnam, the North won. So um, most of the Vietnamese that are in places like this uh, were given the choice to do something... Act, well, they, they, were, they were like forced to leave because if you were in the South and because you didn't win, you were forced to leave the country. So we have a lot of Vietnamese here who are from Southern Vietnam. That makes sense. We should yeah. name them all Philip, like boys and girls. <laughs> Why Philip? Why not? That's a neat name, isn't it? <laughs> no. They named screwdrivers after that fucker. The, the, the thing I found weird is um, all the Vietnamese people I know, or most, I can't say all, a, very, a large chunk of the Vietnamese people I know and work with and talk to every day have uh, English-sounding names like Andy and um, Anthony and uh, there's Phillip. just... Philip? Is there a Philip? I'm sure there is. So it's... it's uh, like the 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 generic last name in Vietnam is uh, Tran, so it's like Smith. So yeah. using that, it's like Andy Tran. Um, but there are still, I, I still work Tran with people. Sam. 
No, it's, it's a last name. It's a surname. M trans. So it's it's like Andy Tran. Um, uh, um, Tony Tran. I mean, it's it's there. Uh, so some of them came over and chose to switch to English sounding names, and others didn't. No, sorry, it was seven. Seven of the Las Vegas shooters are dead within one month of the attack. I thought it was six for some reason. Seven. Wait, you were talking about Las Vegas, and I, for some reason, heard Kennedy. No, no, no. This is the Las Vegas one that just happened here. Okay, so that that's where I... So our earlier conversation must have confused the shit out of you because I started talking about the Kennedy assassination. I actually assumed that you heard it wrong, and I was just going with it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, DJ, let's go to the movie. Sure, I'll meet you at the ice cream parlor. <laughs> That's exactly why I want to go to the movie theater with ice cream, dude. Um, but yeah, it's it was the the Las Vegas shooting, and uh, there was seven witnesses who said, "Oh no, there was a second shooter." They're all dead now. Yeah, but yeah, they were talking recently on the um, that about the other shooting, which is why I assume that you picked that up because it was a recent thing where they are just now releasing all the evidence and stuff and that it was always hush hush. Yeah, I was, I'm very, I've been very confused. Um, I, I uh, worked so many hours. I just, I can't even, I'm so tired right now. And I already got, so I switched days off with somebody and I already, uh, I already got, called in on Monday, which is my, supposed to be my day off. So I'm working on Monday now. I all did. Day, I, all day overtime. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody should have to work overtime. That, that's what always bugs the hell out of me. Overtime should be one of those things. There's something I want to buy extra in my life. So I'm going to work overtime and I'm going to be able to afford this extra thing. Nobody should have to work overtime. Uh, we uh, the the post office here. I don't know if it's locally or if it's nationally. Um, they didn't hire enough temporary people. Uh, the the people that are going to eventually become regular, um, we call them CCAs. They didn't hire the CCAs in time, so they've got a bunch of CCAs in training now. But it's way too late in the season for them to do us any good. So. While we have routes open, they're going to start forcing those of us that aren't on the overtime list, which I am not one of those. I am. I am. I'm not on the overtime list. Why? Well, I'm, I'm on overtime for my own route. Very complicated. I'm just going to say I'm not on the overtime list. So they're going to force those of us on, not on the overtime list to come in to cover the vacancies because there are so many. So in my office, we have. I. It's. It's either 59 or 60 routes, and. And it doesn't take much to put us into a bad situation. Like today, today, no, yesterday. What dog do you have? Dog. I heard a dog bark right before the cat meowed. You didn't hear that? Nobody heard that. No, the, the cat's making. Yeah, right before the cat meowed that first time, there was a dog bark. You have a dog perhaps living above or below you. 
Uh, we have a dog living next door, but um, the the thing doesn't bark, but a couple of times a year. <laughs> Maybe it's outside or something. I don't know. Anyways, I'm sorry. Continue. Not on the overtime list. Uh... Um. So yesterday was the first day in weeks that we weren't. Um, that we weren't all forced to work off of our routes. I, I'm the. This is where I have to get into the complicated part. I, I am on a list that means that I will do my own overtime on my own route, but no other overtime. Gotcha. Whenever we are in a situation, we go off assignment to make sure that everybody's covered. So if 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 Jim on route four is going to be, if he gives a return time because he's just got so much mail of eight o'clock at night, which is well past when you should. Yeah. And and Tammy and and Frank and and Jill are all in the same situation. They will turn us off assignment, and then because I'm not going to be out that late, they'll give me a section of their route to help everybody get back at a decent time. So it's yesterday was the first day in weeks we haven't been off assignment in my office. Wow. Yeah. Might be able to swim that. We try so. Oh, but and the fun part is, um, we we get these flyers every week, and they have to go out every week. This week they were thick, they were sloppy, they were really hard to work with. So I was having a real hard time with it, being on a walking only route, and uh, I was the cause of some of that off assignment. <laughs> oh. It's not. I, I mean, I didn't plan it that way, but I, I was, I was having a real hard time. Oh, I got to eat. Bring it here, kitty. I can't reach it. So I got the light covered up here, and it's providing just enough light to light me up, but I keep going away. <laughs> well, your your computer does that thing when you back up too far. Your uh... It, it makes you disappear. I, I don't think the light was that big of a problem, Bob. I think that, uh, I mean, look at my... Yeah, it, just, it was like very shining into my face. Arr. Well, maybe it directly into your face. Well, there's not a shininess to it. It's just a bulb. Oh. This is okay. There you go, kitty. I can reach that. Did you know that our cat fetches? I've heard that. <laughs> I I remember uh, seeing him with something and taking off just yes. to uh, show up in the other room with the other camera. Yeah, she, she's got a sliver of my shoe insert from a couple of pairs of shoes ago. That I, it's the extra like inch or two that you got to cut off to make it fit into the shoe. Yeah. And, and I didn't think anything of it when I first cut off the original one. She loves the shit out of these. <laughs> Did you so, see the stuffed fish that you can get for your cat? Uh, I, I've seen all kinds of stuff I can get for my cat, and my cat fucking hates it. Yeah. Do you remember that green thing that she used to drag around? It's like a long ropey thing. It used to be yeah. a cat stick. She doesn't even look at that anymore because she loves this thing so much. 
And we thought she would never treat that that green thing like that. Hey, I can't read it. I'm gonna get you. Get you. Get that kitty. Anyways, I'm gonna be back in a moment. Gotta go one drink a drink and get a new drink, so sweet. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm happy that he uses that term. I'm I'm well, Bob. This has happened every single time you've met somebody, including me. <laughs> Where people it pick up my about, It takes about four hours of hanging out with you, and we all start talking like you. Yeah, that's been a thing my whole life. I don't know. That's I don't so, mind. I like it. I was thinking about something the other day, and this will kind of help segue into it. So... <laughs> When April started hanging out with us, she started talking like us, mm -hmm. but she wouldn't do it unless you were around. Like, so if, if <laughs> she was talking to me and we were waiting for you and Ivy to come back off of you know, drill or not drill, uh, uh, duty of some sort, or waiting for you guys to come pick us up or whatever. Yeah. It was a normal conversation. But if you were around, she started talking Bobby Ease. That's so cool. the first time I noticed that, and the only time I can think when it started, is when you and I used to drive around and talk into a recorder. That was fun. I like that. It was. And what I, the reason I was thinking about it is I was thinking, God, I wish I had those tapes still so that I could make them digital and <laughs> put them out because that was gold. Yeah. Gold. Oh. Oh, so my back hurts really lots. I don't like it. It's stupid. I hurt my knee today. That sucks. Yeah, and my yeah. back always hurts because I carry. I, me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm I'm gonna have to have surgery. I guarantee it. I lost my last two jobs: one because my ankle blew out, and one because my back blew out, and they're they're both hurting. Plus, my knees now. So. Well, look at the bright side. You're getting blown. What? <laughs> your your back and your your knee. They both blew you. So you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they blew out. They fucked me. <laughs> yeah. See, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> Food's here. Yay. Look at the delivery person. Mm. I'm just tired. This one's tired too. Mug root beer. Mug root beer. I better drink this so I got room for mug root beer. So, do you get time off during the holidays? I get Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving off. Um, and then I'm going to choose to not work Saturday, but I have to work Sunday. I'll be there early Sunday morning. Then I think Christmas and the day after Christmas I have off. And would that also be the case with uh, New Year's Day? I don't know. Somewhere I've got that schedule, but I don't know where. 
because I worked at a call center once. And this call center's idea was to have people scheduled on New Year's Day. Oh. The New Year's Day um, call-ins set some sort of record because, well, naturally, people were drinking the night before, and you didn't think that maybe you should kind of figure out who was going to be an irresponsible idiot and work with that rather than willy-nilly scheduling people? Yeah. I called in... Uh... I don't usually call in at all. I called in uh, Friday um, because I had a lot of water coming in my house on Thursday. So I was up on the roof trying to fix that and got mostly fixed, but not all the way. That makes me sad. Well, I'm like was, you, Bob. It takes, it takes some sort of disaster or a serious injury for me to call in. Yeah, I mean, I never call in. It's just like I worked with a guy at one point who, um, when he would get a day off, no, he'd get a day back because, like, after so many months, you get one back. Yeah. When he would get it back, like they'd be like, "Okay, so uh, you got one of your points back." He like, "All right, see you tomorrow," and he would leave. Like, as soon as he gets it, he would use, and he did that every single time. I would stop telling him. Yeah. <laughs> or wait till the ship is over and then tell him. <laughs> He'd just take off the next day or whatever. But that's, they that's did a cool. thing where they would come around with the, uh, whenever you got days back, it was like a printed off paper or something. Gotcha. All right, so my food is here. You two, you two have a conversation while I eat or get food to eat. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about DJ eating. <laughs> I am currently looking for a uh, a, a picture, a video picture thing that I saw on Facebook. I see it like four times now, so I figured it would be easy to find. But I noticed that things only keep showing up if you're not looking for them. Of course. Yeah. And what it was was a stuffed fish. Um. You know, like a stuffed animal, but of a fish, and their cats seem to like really love those fuckers. But I'm not, I'm not seeing. Them. So, what are you drinking now? Water. Just water. Oh. And so again, this year, last year at this time, I made I think eight loaves of bread and. Uh, Three different varieties of my balls, which everybody loves my balls. I love your balls. See? Yeah. What's so good about your ball? <laughs> well, okay, so what I did, the uh, I had three different things that I made up. It's the uh, the Oreo chocolatey ones. Have you had those yet? No. They're amazing. You take, like, an entire package of Oreos, and you put them in a food processor, and you make them in dust. And then you take, like, a... Um, Philadelphia cream cheese, one package of that, and you put that in there, and it makes a dough type thing. So then you take that and you put it in the freezer, let it like solidify a bit, and then you roll them into like little one-inch balls, and uh, um, then you let those cool down also because if you don't, then it just they're too gooey. So you let them you put those in the freezer. Uh, well, then you get the chocolate melting, 
So what I had was like a third of them was a dark chocolate that it was dipped into. Um, and those were just the dark chocolate. And I had another third that was mixed in with a an eggnog type chocolate huh. with a nutmeg on top. And then the last of it, I took candy canes and I crushed the candy canes. So it was a white chocolate with sprinkles in it. I added uh, mint extract and the dust from the candy canes into that to make it all happy minty. And then when it was done, I added uh, the big chunks of candy canes to the top. They turned out pretty good. Nice. You need to change your last name to Shweddy so you can sell Shweddy balls. Yeah, I should do that. So here's here's what they looked like when they were when they were done. Yeah, very not bad. So eggnog with nutmeg. Uh, that was crazy. I just totally turned my phone to show you the side view of them. I don't know that that doesn't work with a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was that was awesome. But they turned out pretty good, and everybody loves my balls. So at one point, I made some that were uh, the, the chocolate was a uh, marshmallow flavored chocolate or melts or however you call that. Um, so that went over pretty well. I found around Halloween year before last was a, a candy corn flavored one and then also a pumpkin spice flavored one. Well, you buy these melts, you just melt them down, dip your Oreo balls into it, and everyone loves my nuts. If we were talking about my balls. So, and then the bread that me made. Oh, so, okay. There's like, there's the balls in the, uh, the freezer. Um, oh, here's the mouse trap that I made, which has nothing to do with that at all. <laughs> it says right on it, this is not a trap because mice are pretty smart. But, and then also the bread. The bread turned out great because it had that, that bit of a homemade bread crust to it, right? So what I would do is I, I sliced it thin, I microwaved it just a little bit just to get it get it warm. Uh, I put butter on it, and then a uh, it's a garlic herb spice. So like it's all like kind of big, like the the garlic was kind of big. It, it was all it's big stuff, right? It was awesome. And then I dipped that into Italian dressing. Wow, like it was amazing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And then here's the other thing that I made. I have a deep pan, about that deep, of uh, skulls. So I made uh, the pancakes with the sausages inside of them. Oh. I made undead pancakes. Yeah. I've seen some of those that somebody had done where they took the uh, the crescent roll doughs. They, they unrolled those across the skulls. And then they put in the uh, the pizza sauce, pepperoni, cheese. Um, then they closed it all up and they baked it. So from the outside, they looked like skulls. And then when you cut into it, it looks like a human head. I saw those on Facebook. They were pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was all like, it was awesome. <laughs> oh, enjoy your pizza. <laughs> Sorry, I thought about that as an afterthought. <laughs> Like, maybe I should have saved that story for later. Can you send me the recipe for that stuff? For which ones? All of them. They sound oh, yeah, good. I, I do that. I have uh He wants to put it he wants to put your balls in his mouth. Everybody does. I'll tell you what, kids love them. 
I I brought him to Ampguard one time to get to get a. Uh, it was during the, uh, the the one event that we have. It's like once or twice a year. We have a fighting competition, and then like anything that you make, you can put in there. So I brought like there was the chocolate and the marshmallow of those. So I brought a stack of plates and some like little tong things. So I gave like one of each flavor to each of the judges, and then I. After the judges judged it and everything, then I went ahead and gave, uh, I, like, nobody got any until after the judges made their decisions and all their calls. Then I went ahead and uh, served out, like, to everybody else there, one of each on a plate, give them all of them. And, of course, the kids were like, Chris uh, more, Chris more, Chris more. So finally I was like, Go ahead, guys. I want to make sure that everybody got to at least try one before. And yeah, sure enough, I mean they're taking them just like you know, you know, stuffing them in their mouths and. And I did make an attempt with some other things, such as the homemade uh, hard cider. Oh yeah, how'd you do that? That was. Um, you have to make sure you sterilize everything. If, if I wish I knew. How easy it was to make alcohol when I was a teenager, right? So, me both. Yeah, um, it's just a, it's just apple juice. You take some of the apple juice out, which you can add back to it later. Uh, two reasons you take that out is one so it doesn't explode from being too full, and one so that you, um, it's gonna bubble, it's gonna build up pressure, right? So That's I got a, huh? That's why you have the airlock. Yes, you got to have the airlocks. Um, you can also use a balloon with a hole in it. That's a, kind of a cheaper way of doing it. Um, I got a mauling spice in the one and cinnamon in the other. But oh. as soon as you you, you got to put a yeast in there, there's a champagne yeast. There's a whole bunch of different types of yeast that you can use. Uh, one of the guys I work with, I guess he makes this stuff all the time, and he said that because one of the things that, oh, here's what happens. What the, was that? metal uh the same thing so oh. so i thought you had a different recipe but i've heard you use condensed uh, apple juice as an additive to make it more apple flavored oh you got some you got some of this going too had um yeah so it only takes like two or three weeks to fully make and it's awesome yeah yeah, I was really impressed with that. The guy that I work with, he's got like a different recipe that he uses. It was a special kind of sugar he used that uh, that ferments a whole lot better. Because I guess the uh, the fermentation process is based off of the fact that uh, the yeast loves sugar. It yeah. devours the sugar, and then it, it it the the alcohol was what comes out next. So after it starts doing that. Um, It'll stop bubbling and then it starts getting cloudy, and you have to wait for the cloudy to go away. Uh, well, there's this other stuff that he has. It's a powder. Irish moss. Uh, I, I don't know. It didn't. I don't. That didn't sound familiar. Well, I use Irish moss to make it less cloudy. Oh, no, that's not. Uh, it was a two process, two part process that he used. The one you pour into it and you mix it up really, really good, and that like. Brings it all kind of together. And then the other one, 
you put it in there and you mix it really slow after it stops and it brings it all down to the bottom and then you siphon it off. So it takes a three to four week process and it makes it a week process. Interesting. Yeah. Let me know about that too. I'd be interested. Yeah, we'll do. Guys, I don't want to brag, but sugar. Um, try ground sugar. It actually improves the taste and gives the molasses flavor. Oh, nice. Yeah. Guys, I don't want to brag, but I've got a Snuggie. That's We've awesome. Got cider. <laughs> uh, I don't have a Snuggie, but I do have a Magic Blankie and a uh, Turtle Pillow. Now, this Turtle Pillow, or the Snuggly Tortoga, as some of us like to call it, it's just one of those ones that you, like, I picked it up in the store and proceeded to give it a like massive bear hug before I put it in the cart. That's how you have to test pillows. I don't know if you guys are aware of the. I was vaguely aware of the testing procedures, but I, I guess I didn't know that that was a formalized. Uh... Yeah. You know what, Chance? I'll be right back. I've got something to show off, especially to Bob. I know he'll like this. All right, we're going to get to see Metal's balls in just a minute. Gotta ask. That's a nice mask, Bob. Yeah, it is my mask. Yeah, you know what the problem is, though. Hmm. Nobody likes clowns. Yeah, but everybody likes me as a clown. So, no, no. I got. I want to shoot you just as bad as a regular clown. You want to see my other mask? Sure. Not a clown. My other mask. You look like uh, a horned beast. I am a horned beast. Bar. Bar. I'm a big scary monster. I don't know. If you keep saying R, I'm going to think you're a pirate. No, I'm saying RAR. Oh, RAR. Sorry. Yeah, you just can't hear me good because I'm a big scary monster. I gotcha. speak monsterese. Yeah. <laughs> That's my other mask. That's the scariest one that yet, the one you got on oh, right now. Yeah, I got an even scarier one. You know, I walk back into <laughs> Bob. When you're wearing that one, you got to be playing a laptop at a at a at a rave. Okay. Oh, see, I was going to ask him if that's what he wears when he does DJ work. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I should totally do that. You should. Ooh, what's that? My latest homebrew. It's a holiday ale. I'm about to crack it open, so. Oh, we are present for this. Well, he's pouring that, hun. Um, <laughs> Bob's holding up a glass. While he's pouring that, uh, I asked uh, Metal about him cutting his hair, and uh, well, Melanie likes it, so he's got to wait till the end of December now. I didn't. What? Why he was supposed to cut it? Yeah, he was. He, he was talking about cutting it well before November. Oh. But uh, actually, Melanie did think I looked like Jason Momoa. So. <laughs> Isn't that who you are in DJ's comments? Yes, he is. Yeah, it's just I'm a shorter more stoutly 
Jason Momoa. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. All right, it's fiction. I don't look as buff as I do in that artistic expression, so. Yeah. Yeah, my boobs are way bigger than, than the ones in the cartoon. That's true. <laughs> her, her boobs would not fit into that boob armor. What do you think? Delicious. <laughs> I know, because it's dripping off your face. Now, now, what's your brew there? What, what you got? Um, it's a holiday ale. I could actually pull up the recipe for you. But you made it yourself, right? Yeah. Um, it's about six and a half percent. I added a little bit of uh brown sugar. So, um, let me pull up. The ingredient sheet. Is the internet working for you? Um, you know what? That's awesome. I uh, I love the idea of making my own alcohol. That is just like a it's a great thing. You know that skill I think would be uh, a truly spectacular skill to have in a an emergency scenario. Uh, I'm not talking zombies. I'm talking like whatever the case may be. You know, you got. Um, you're thinking of the EMP that's going to wipe out all electronics and communication and leave us in an apocalyptic situation because no one's going to know what the fuck to do without their phone. And you're going to be able to sit in a bunker. Just the idea of people like alcohol. So if you're in a situation where there's a lot of people, alcohol is going to go pretty fast. And if you can't get more in there and you know how to make it, then you can trade that for anything you need. Like, hey, guys, let's go get fucked up at my bunker. I yeah. guess one would get, kill him. My bunker and your bunker. Yeah, that'd be like a brilliant. And and Trisha said as long as the recipe isn't online, because obviously you would need to have it offline for the EMP. Yeah. In fact, my old uh, the bullet journal that I had, um, the recipe for my uh, bread, for my awesome, amazing cookies. For I've got like four recipes in that book, just kind of stuck in. You know how you you're doing your journal and there's like blank spots. I filled in the blank spots with. Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to uh, bullet journal in quite a while. I was kind of hoping that I could start a new one at the beginning of the year. Um, not if I want to fill up the other one. Ding. Ah, I bet you I know where that ding just came from. Uh, I, I know I know where it came from. I'll check those when I can get to the computer later. Because I'm in a snuggie, all right? I'm cold. Thank you. I'm in a snuggie for warmth. You can't quite see your breath out here, but it surprises me because it's pretty cold out here. I can see my breath delivering. And today I didn't wear any uh, pants. I just wore my shorts. You didn't wear pants? In fact, I'm still wearing my shorts. I haven't taken my, my work shorts off yet. Pretty. I'm wearing my shorts. I should have put something bigger on. I was thinking two things. I grabbed my sweatshirt, but I was also thinking that I had a blanket out here somewhere, but I don't know where it's at. I now, guess I need to get a bear suit. Greg, uh, Greg, 
Wow. Bob, you said two things, but I think you meant two things. <laughs> I don't know what you just said there. <laughs> you got to watch. You got to watch me. Okay, pay attention. You yeah. said two things, but I think you meant two things. Two things. Yes. <laughs> you did that. I did That's that. Not a, this isn't Bob. I don't do that. That's weird. It's because right. I'm thinking stuff. So, did I tell you guys I'm getting bees? Yeah. Probably not this year anymore, though. <laughs> no, uh, the idea was to get them in the spring, but before that, we are going to get, like, the hives and stuff. So we found at a local Big R store, I don't know if you guys have a Big R there, um, it has a, um, they've got bee stuff, and it makes me so happy. They've got, like, this one's got, like, this is the deluxe beginner's hive kit, so it has, like, the hive and the gloves and the hat and the the book and the, the brush and the tools and it's got stuff and I'm so happy because I like really am looking forward to doing this. I've make been talking sure, about Make huh? sure that you also get them a wheel to run in and uh, those those tubes that you can connect, you yeah. know, where they like go out of the cage and I mean the hive and like That's head out Brilliant. They'll love the tubes. Yeah. Yeah. A little tire swing. <laughs> <laughs> now you're thinking yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's how bees work. <laughs> I know about bees. I got two of them in my name. <laughs> you do? Yeah. And if you had two O's, you'd be boob. Yeah. It's a boob. All right. So here's a T-shirt I saw online. I'm totally wanting to get this. What does that look like? Uh, looks like a skull with the chocolate chips in for eyes. I don't know. No, oh, it's Darth Vader's and Stormtroopers. Oh, now wow. I see. Wow, that yeah, that, that was uh, I've been incepted. How cool is that? That's very awesome. Yeah, so I, I want that. It has like like the two Darth Vader eyes are just Darth Vader eyes, but the nose is like a full Darth Vader. And yeah, yeah, it's just really cool. That's and really I want, amazing. I want to own it. I want it to be on me. <sighs> Not sold in stores. I just tried to. I had gotten a screenshot of that when I seen it on Facebook, and I just tried to hit the link on my screenshot. That uh, that, that didn't, didn't work. work. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I've been man. trying some weird and interesting things today when it comes to my phone. Trisha, I don't know if you've seen it earlier, but I was showing them a picture of the one things that I made, and then I kind of like turned my phone this way so that they so that they can see what it looked like from the side, and it again doesn't work that way. It didn't work. I can't believe did not, that. Did not work. Yeah. That'll be the iPhone 15 when you have holographic uh, abilities. Yeah, the iPhone 15. Yeah, um, in fact, Samsung will probably have that next year. See what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just... oh. Um, I can't. Yeah, we can't see it. It's all washed out. Hey, wait. All right, I'll send you the messenger. <laughs> 
My watch is ready to accept messages. Dun, dun, dun. You know what I want to know how to make? Out you know those uh those sugar cookies that like you either love them or you hate them. The sugar cookies you <laughs> That's funny. Uh no, it's those sugar cookies that are in like the grocery stores and stuff, right? So the dough almost seems like it's not cooked. And then the, the frosting is that really, really sugary, like half. Yes. I'm on the hate side of that. You're on the hate side? I yeah. Am. It's like the world, it's like uh, it's like a licorice food. Um, I compare everything that's like that. Like there's licorice movies. Um, licorice movies are like, um, oh, the Batman movie where you could see his nipples. I think that was a licorice movie. Um, the one? Yeah. Um, what's the Natural Born Killers? That was a licorice movie. It's a oh, licorice yeah. movie because you either love it or you hate it. And there's, you rarely hear somebody say, eh, it was all right. It was either that's a fucking awesome movie or, yeah, that totally sucked. That's, I don't think I ever heard anyone hate NBK. Hate which one? I don't think I ever heard anyone hate on Natural Born Killers. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people say they hated it. Because yeah. it's, it takes a special type of person to like that kind of movie. Oh. Uh, Jay and Simon Bob movies are the same way. They call well, them like cult classics or something. Each one of those is a licorice movie because you, I, I like some of them and I hate other ones. Like Chasing Amy is terrible. It what? is. Best one. I wouldn't say it's best. Well, I, one of the better ones. It was my well, least favorite, but I still... Mallrats, I liked. So did I, but it was not as good as Chasing Amy. Um, so, so Clerks, great. Mallrats, good. Okay. Chasing Amy, meh. Clerks, Don't you had to like just because of its origin, because of who it was. Well, there's a lot of reasons why I could be blamed for liking it, but no, it's actually a good movie. It's a Great fucking first directorial debut. Just sit down, be entertained. I think anyone who's ever worked in retail would love it. I think I put too much emotion into it. Like I felt bad for the girl, and there was like the whole situation. Like I think I like looked at it from the perspective of I know these people and they're friends of mine, even though they're not. And I didn't like what was becoming of it, and it, it made me sad. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I liked it because yeah. it was a terrible movie. I get too into movies, you know, in that kind of way that people shouldn't. Like, you know, when after watching Natural Born Killers, you wanted to go out and kill someone, but you, like, didn't? No. Right? You guys didn't. <laughs> oh, hey, I just have to go out and drive on the New Jersey Parkway to... Wait, yeah. we, weren't, we weren't supposed to? <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to, like... Like, yeah. gone in 60 seconds. You're not supposed to go out and steal cars, even though everybody wanted to. You're not supposed to steal cars either after six, gone in 60 seconds? No. You're supposed to steal cars mm. after Nats Born Killers. And, no, never mind. Get off that. <laughs> well, then I've got some cars to return with bodies in them. <laughs> That's right. Me too. And just for the record, in case this becomes a uh, I don't, later I don't, on, 
This is all a joke. <laughs> I don't know you guys. I'm held hostage. <laughs> Kevin was the one that suggested it. Don't let him lie to you. I mean, he was like, natural born killers. Let's go murder people. Where is Kevin Kowick? <laughs> Where's Kevin going? And there goes Kevin. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why he didn't show up tonight. Is he out stealing cars with dead bodies in them? I, I think he said <laughs> something about wanting to murder the neighbors. And they, they've been quiet for weeks now, so it's been great. But It's possible because he did say that his, what was it, something like, I'm needed somewhere or something like that? Yeah. Kitty, it's too far away. Too far away. Meow. Bring it here. Whoa. So neither of them seem to care, Trisha. So I'll tell you that I'm totally making the character up for my uh, Pokemon role-playing game. Yeah. Pokemon role-playing? Yeah. Yeah. And you can't buy books for it. It's all PDF. It's all online stuff. Oh. Yeah. You stupid uh, damn PlayStation. All right. I'm eating so I will we'll come closer to the camera. Okay. Oh, God, my foot hurts. And I have to fix the PlayStation because it's turning on. Now, are we all fans of Cthulhu Mythos? Yeah, I am. <sighs> See, you know, speaking of the Cthulhu Mythos, have we all seen Stranger Things too? Yeah. I've watched the first two or three episodes of it, and then Netflix has been fucking with me lately. So that's as far as I've got. Okay. Because uh, um, Trisha and I are watching a thing on Netflix called Beyond Stranger Things. I see now it's on there, but I haven't watched any of it. You well, need to don't watch get, it until you watch the Yeah, watch all shows. the Stranger Things too, and then you can watch it because it they're that's not shy about spoiling things. So but uh there there was a uh this, there the Cthulhu was mentioned at one point. So I'll just leave oh, that. Really? Yeah, so you're gonna wanna power through that series and then go watch Beyond Stranger Things. I did see that there was a lot of, I mean, it did have like a Cthulhu look to it. That, that other world, the underworld or how the upside down. Uh, yeah, it makes me think of like Silent Hill. Yeah. Or kind of Resident Evil or, well, more Silent Hill than anything. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking it, it was either Silent Hill or another one. I think it might have been Silent Hill where they were like right there, but the other people couldn't see them because they yeah, were like... Okay, it's been a while since I've seen that. Um, I really can't find that fucking thing I was looking for. Uh, yeah, it's a really good one. Right now, I'm trying to watch that. I'm trying to watch Supernatural again. I started watching. Uh, what's that other one? Hulu. Yeah. You guys all got it. at least DJ's got to be a fan of it. Stargate. Stargate SG One. Uh, no. Never no. got it. Well, I, I haven't watched... See, here, here's my thing with Stargate. I believe that I would love the show. But I don't think I can just start anywhere. And I would have to start at the beginning. And there is so much to watch that I it's daunting and I don't want to start. So, no. 
There's no, it's like, it's only one episode. Stargate SG-1? Yes. That was, that was the, it was a TV series. It was, but when you start it from the start, there's only one episode. And then after that, you watch only one episode. And then when that one's over, you watch only one episode. It's oh. not overwhelming if you break it down that way. It's overwhelming oh. when you see that there's 12 seasons of something. But if you look at it as, it's only you can't watch all episodes at once. You can only watch one episode at a time. But but then there's also Stargate Atlantis, and then there's that there's Stargate Origins starting. I might be willing to start Stargate Origins because it's the beginning. But yeah. yeah. Or they just want you to think it's the beginning. What well, has origins in the title? Yeah, if I was gonna make something think that it was the beginning, I would put origins in it, like right in the beginning of it. I would well, be like, yeah. I, I think that the series is going to be about where the Stargates came from. Oh yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Because uh, I I really like the Egyptian stuff. I like I like the pagan stuff. I think it's awesome that people end their prayers praying to uh, Amun Ra, uh, which is something that most people don't even think about. Which is, I think that's amusing. They end their prayers with Amen, with the uh, the ancient like people would end their prayers with the name of the god they were praying to, and Amun Ra was one of the gods they would pray to. They would say Amen at the end of their prayers and then you fast forward a couple thousand years and people are still doing that and uh that's not the god they're praying to anymore no no i think that's hilarious hey, do you uh do you still collect comics yes what are you currently collecting slash reading uh i haven't read any in a while though i got the last batch over here on this table <laughs> Please hold. Very much longer. Um, uh, Partridge family. Okay. Uh, okay. But he looks like that now. It's really cold out here. My feet aren't moving the way they're supposed to. I think it's because of the cold. Probably. This is the last bash that the wife got for me. Um, there's an amazing Spider-Man. Um, a free Harley Quinn. Another Harley Quinn. And a Spotlight. She got me. There's a whole bunch of free ones that she got me. I don't know how she got me free ones. So, Batman Detective Comics. I'm still collecting that. I'm thinking she flashed them. <laughs> 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 that's fucked up, but I like the way you think. That's cool, right? <laughs> I'll send her every time. So uh, you should put something on that's a little more low cut when you go to the comic <laughs> shop next time. Don't give me some free comics, man. <laughs> uh, Teen Titans is another title. It looks like that's it. Teen Titans and um Detective Comics. Now They've gone to a rebirth. So I, I got a question then that, that uh, the, the reason I asked is because I was curious to know if you were still into the big two, basically. 
this is I would like to get into Marvel because there are some Marvel things that I would like to read up on. The problem with that is the same problem that I have with this is you go with one and then if you read them, you know, like this guy kind of goes into this guy and you have to uh, like, well, where'd that come from? Well, let me go back and read that. And then there's all these crossovers and they do a brilliant job with that. No other industry does that like the comic book industry does where you have to like, well, now I have to buy this. So I know what this is. Like, You don't buy a car and realize, oh, now I have to buy a, uh, a different car. So I understand how to totally drive this car. Um, no other, other industries like that. Comics are like that. So if I start reading Marvel too, and there's some titles that aren't like that. Uh, Axe Cop wasn't like that. Axe Cop was a standalone thing that you start from one end and you... So I started, I jumped on board the Lion Forge Catalyst event, Catalyst Prime event, which is, um, it was Lion Forge Comics basically relaunching their superhero line because apparently they attempted it in the past and it failed. But uh, I totally jumped in on it, both feet, and it's great. What was it called? It, the well, the 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 free comic book day uh, edition is Catalyst Prime. I believe you can get it free in the uh, Comicsology app. Can you leave the cookies alone? It's empty. So they've got. take this off any quieter <laughs> <laughs> they've got uh so they're here's their superheroes they got noble who's got some sort of psychokinetic abilities but he doesn't remember who he is then they've got and noble's a black guy then they've got superb which is a black girl and a uh a kid with down syndrome they have superpowers he's like super strong and he's got another he's got other abilities. I'm not quite sure what they all are, and I just found out that she's oh, like impenetrable. What what? I just want to um make sure I heard that correct. He said he had retort strength. <laughs> I totally heard that. And she's a virgin because he said that she was impenetrable. <laughs> so the kid had down syndrome. <laughs> anyway, so then they also have um we are so going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> Not my fault. He just danced around it. There's a, there's, a, there's a Puerto Rican who's got super speed. He's called Excel. Um, there's uh, a team of super-powered individuals called the Incidentals. There is a Tony Stark-like billionaire guy. Something happened to him, too. He's the Astonisher. Hmm. Um, and then there's also a superhero coming out that I haven't gotten yet because it comes out next month, which is uh, Kino. And K-I-N-O is an acronym for something, but I don't know what that's an acronym for yet. But all all of the Lion Forge stuff so far, I'm if I, I, it's great. It's awesome. I also, um, I've been paring down what I was getting from Marvel. I don't get anything from DC anymore except Future Quest. Oh, because I like the Hanna-Barbera characters. Anyway, um, so I was basically I was paring down Marvel 
and I was kind of reading this, that, and the other thing, and if they would switch a creative team or this new legacy event that they did kind of killed my interest in a lot of what was going on because it's like, oh, that didn't happen anymore. So I've been collecting the Miles Morales version of Spider-Man because I really like the character. And Brian Michael Bendis, the creator, recently signed a long-term exclusive deal with DC, which means he won't be writing the character he created anymore, which means this is a perfect time for me to jump off that boat, which means I will only be getting one comic from either of the big two, and that's Future Quest, because it's awesome. Now, what I have done is... I'm keeping an eye out for brand new number ones for any company that isn't Marvel or DC. Right. Uh, Image came out with a comic called uh, God Complex. I jumped on that. That's good. I'm reading Port Earth, which just came out with its number one. Um, there's been a whole slew of stuff, and, and a lot of it's hit or miss. I, if it doesn't click with me, issue one, I'm probably not going to get issue two. So, but the uh, like the God Complex, I can't wait for issue two to come out. And I'm only halfway through Port Earth, so I can't really talk about that yet because I'm I haven't had a chance to read a whole bunch of it. But basically, I'm I'm doing what comic critics talk about doing all the time is that. I'm, I'm exploring the smaller creator because I'm going to get original and newer stories, whereas Captain America and Superman, they can only die so many times and be brought to back to life so many times before you're like, yeah. it means nothing anymore. That's why I like Lock and Key so much. I mean, I really like Lock and Key, and I tell people about it all the time. That was amazing because it, was, it wasn't the typical story. I do have to go undrink. Okay. I will be right back. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I got this. It's either going to happen in there or right here. So I'll be back. <laughs> that might make for great TV, though. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, uh, I got to mail you that, uh, that comic I got for you for free there, buddy. All right. You All know, right. In, in hindsight, I should have had him sign those copies. You all How could you forget or forget that? Well, it's just, I didn't. I didn't even think to do it. I want to have him on the show, though. The guy that wrote the the book, which is why I want you to get you your copy so that I can read it and you can read it, and then we can actually have discussions with the guy. And he was working on. Um, he was rereading. I think he was rereading or editing a a the next issue or version of the book. So it's. Uh, there's more being made. Okay. Uh, what comic is this? Who is it? I know uh, you. Dark, Dark Matters by. Uh, uh, man, I'm going to screw his name up. Pete Peter Fitz. Maybe. Um, I just looked it up. There's a. Uh... Dark Matter by Dark Horse, it looks like. No, I don't think. Here, I'll go get a copy. Oh. Oh. Pardon my snuggie. Hi, guys. Hello. 
So we're going to make an adjustment here. So You're going to go somewhere with heat? I'm going to go somewhere with heat. <laughs> oh, like you said, yeah. Because it's cold. It's cold out here. Really cold. It, it, was, um, it was about 42 degrees, I think, when I walked home Maybe. tonight. How far away is that? Um, well, I was downtown Portland, so I have to walk uh, six blocks to one streetcar stop, and then three more to the, sh to the next max stop. Snuggie coming through. And then, uh, let's see. Six or seven to the house. Damn. So it, it was lots of. Uh, well, that's cool. Lots of walks. Oh, yeah. hey, on the back, uh, uh, metal. Uh, dark matter, dark dark matters comic dot com. Yeah, that's like just pulled up. It's okay. By, uh, Joseph Malazzi and uh, Paul Milley. No, it's by James Allen and Peter Fitz. James Allen and Peter Fitz. It's now and and just now it's there's an Peter S on <laughs> there's an S on Dark Matters. Is the dude's name really Peter Fitz? It's Pete Fitz. I keep saying Peter. <laughs> Pete Fitz. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> he had cool parents. And yeah. a teenager. And a young adult, and probably yesterday, <laughs> more than likely today as well. Well, if he's watching, he's definitely not happy with Bob. Oh, okay, <laughs> people normally are not happy with Bob. So, so Bob, um, we yes. were at Yukon uh, in Eugene, Eugene uh, Comic Con, uh -huh. and I walked by this guy's booth, and I've seen this cover before. So I stopped, and I'm like, I've seen this cover, and I, I think I want to get the book. So I got it. And then I said, there's this guy I, that I, I have a show with, and I know he's going to be interested in this, so I show it to him. Uh -huh. So he hands me another book, and he goes, what? To him. Oh, that's awesome. It is. He so, really did that? So he... <laughs> so, wow. Um, and now, in fairness, Bob, I should have gotten two copies, so I could get you one, too. But the, the copy's for Metal, because Metal also wants to read Verticome. Yeah, that's awesome, though, that he would do that. Um, the guy that makes these also is, uh, I, I'd like to have him on, too. It's the Resistance. Huh. Ah. I've got all the issues of that. And then um, uh, in this top secret folder here, it says top secret right there on the front. Yeah, top secret. Uh, is another comic I'd like to read, and it's, uh, it's basically... Anthropomorphized animals, animals, animals uh, that are like uh, I think the dragon is an FBI agent and the other one is uh, the, the unicorn is a CIA agent. That's awesome. So yeah, I I just love that when she signed this book, she stamped my envelope, top secret, and then she put the comic in. <laughs> no, <laughs> that was I was like, oh, that is the coolest thing. I hope she gave you clearance. Otherwise, you'll have that 
comic forever and not be able to read it. <laughs> well, she didn't seal it shut, did she? No, she didn't seal it shut. So, no, <laughs> that's that's on her, really. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, did you did you find the 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 right thing? Yeah, it's uh, darkmatterscomic.com. Um, yeah. So yeah, when when I get that to you, uh, I'm we'll uh, we'll read it and then we can I'll, I'll invite him on to let him know we're we're done with reading that's, it. That's pretty awesome. And I, it's not like I asked him for a free copy. I was just, I just yeah. Uh, all speaking of mailing things, I still need to send Bob his his uh, Christmas present of those ten uh, uh, zombie comics. Who zombie comics? With the weird shit going on in them, like the invisible yeah. people. Oh, that'd be cool. Awesome. Towards the me. I said that you should read in a certain order, but they're all self-contained. Yeah, I remember you sh uh, showing the the pictures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys rock. If I didn't work so damn much, I'd be able to show more. Yeah. <sighs> hey, the, the the intent. I mean, with all of us, the intent was just to be on, like, once a month. I mean, I was going to be happy with once a month. So, um. Next season is going to be different, also. Okay. Because we've ended up having to cancel a couple of shows. Plus, if we don't have a guest on, and we don't, and we've seen each other the like the week from from the week before, we don't have as much to talk about. So, I, I got to figure out how to space these out, and then. Um, Holidays for me, uh, as as one can tell, probably not the best time to schedule shows. So we may end up moving our off time over the the course of the like having the entire season self-contained in the year. Yeah. Now, if it wasn't live, there'd be a way of getting around that. If it wasn't live, we could do that that thing that you do, where uh, not that you do, but a lot of the um, the one podcast I listen to, where they'll have a they have like a you know, four-hour show, and that's four episodes of their show. So if they don't make it for a while, they they break it up. Like after an hour goes by, they're like, okay, well, we're going to call off for now and uh, see you guys later. And then they just start the show over again from scratch, from the start, but it's not the start because they're still all still sitting there. And that so gives them four shows. That's a that's a possibility. The only reason we do this live is because YouTube records it for me, so all I have to do is pull off the video, edit it, and, and re-upload it. I mean, I don't have any other way to really do that because I'm not going to pay Skype to uh, to have us on video. And right. while we're entertaining on audio, we're we're not as entertaining uh, without the video. For those audio listeners that just heard that, just check out the show in video. Go see, see my beautiful Jason Momoa-like face. Right? <laughs> his, uh, his, his dime store Jason Momoa knockoffery. It's a cord, you know, worth maybe even a half dollar. 
So if Jason Momoa is a Rolex, metal is the Rolex knockoff hanging on the guy in the alley. For about a buck ninety-nine, and not his wrist either. It's <laughs> that's a penis joke. <laughs> yes, it was, Bob. Damn it. <laughs> Oh, what made that best was I had a great big laugh, and then I said something, and you had a great big laugh. Yeah, and I'm just shaking my head because <laughs> it, yeah, like, it was at your expense. That's why. <laughs> no, it's just that I'm the only one that got a hanging dick about me. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know what's happening right now? I'm thawing what? out. You know that weird discomfort when you're starting to thaw out? Yeah. 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 It's cold out well, there. Here, Here is the weird thing. We started uh, an hour and 57 minutes ago, which means the two-hour mark is in three minutes. I don't think we're going to have a three minutes today. I don't know what that meant. Never mind. I, I don't know what that meant either. So the question is, is do we want to run an extra 15 minutes just to go up to, to the 30 and then stop there? That's up to you guys. I'm down. I'm cool with it if you are. I'm down, too, because I haven't seen my bob in so long. I need some exposure. Yeah. <laughs> so, I know you're doing some Ragnarok. What do you guys think? I liked it. I didn't understand why they tried so hard to make it a comedy. Like, I don't understand. I, okay, so I have heard enough review podcasts that I understand what was going on. I mean, I'm fine with it, but I don't understand. Apparently, Chris Hemsworth said, I'm tired of being the butt of all the jokes. I want to be, I want to be, I want to bring some of my humor to it. So they're like, okay. Yeah, I liked it. It, it worked out, I thought. Some of it, it felt a little forced, but I mean, overall, I think it worked out well. There was a couple of spots I thought it was a little awkward, but um, what I've been saying is it's the best comedy of the year so far. Yeah. I, the, the placement of the music was perfect. It made that, that bridge scene pretty epic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That right there, I mean, that was an epic moment in the movie. And uh, I would put that above a lot of movies because of, I mean, that moment. Because of Led Zeppelin. Yeah. My favorite part around there was when the Hulk jumps in and Thor's like, no, we're going to leave him alone when Surger's destroying everything. And then, but Hulk turns around and goes, but big monster. It's what I do. Yes. I, I love the fact that the Hulk was very childish. Well, he's only five or six years old. I mean, technically. So that's the oh. level of vocabulary he's got. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, after he turned into Bruce Banner, I, I liked how often Thor kept repeating the, the sun's going down, sun's going down. I didn't understand that. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. I did, to, I did that to DJ one day even recently. I don't know why, but and <laughs> I, like the guy. <laughs> and I and I liked the uh, no no I don't like Banner at all. You're my favorite Hulk. All right. And when Banner was there, like I, I I no you're my favorite. I don't like the Hulk at all. That's pretty funny. But he does come in useful. In, in the in this right right before they escaped and everything, and Thor was trying to escape, and the Hulk kind of was like. Like, fine, go. I don't care. And he's like, wait, no, don't go. I mean, it was like that very childish hall. I, I love that, man. That was great. Yeah, Thor, no, like, fire. Thor, like, smoldering fire. <laughs> that was great. What did that uh, had for any comic book movie ever? What's that? It's got the best comic book movie ad ever. It started mm -hmm. off with a, the Viking song, so. The Viking song? Uh, immigrant song, sorry. Yeah, the immigrant song. Oh, yeah. Oh, Led Zeppelin, yeah. The, uh, well, the uh, the last review I just heard, it, it it's the most true to comic book adaptation you could get. So it, it's, it was the... Thor Ragnarok so far has been the closest to a comic book on the screen to this point. Brightly colored, things going on, and it just flowed. You know, though, that one, uh, I liked it, and it seemed like everybody else hated it. Was um, There were two movies done in this style. One of them was a, uh, I'm thinking it was like a dragon, Bob bless you, a dragon type one, and one of them was... Uh, was it the first or the second Hulk? Where they literally had the little comic book screens popping up throughout the whole movie. So that you're thinking of Ang Lee's Hulk. I don't know the dragon one you're talking about, but it was like Ang Dragon Lee Hunters, Dragon Warriors. I, I believe it had the guy from uh, who played Superman in like the Smallville or one of the. Huh. Tom Welling. Let me look that up. There's a dragon one. Tom Welling, let me see IMDb here. So uh, the the Ang Lee Hulk, yes, I agree that they did the the shots neat like that, but they changed so much that it, it didn't I uh, love that. I love the fact that it had like somebody walking down the hallway. So it showed their perspective while walking down the hallway, while at the same time showing the people in the room. So when this guy got to the end of the room, he pounds on the door. They look over, and then he then it goes back into the main shot where he comes busting. I mean, it's I love that. Uh, that, was, that was great. Yes, the movie itself. The movie I've, itself wasn't as good, but I loved the way they filmed it. The the I I I I I've heard this remark before, and it fits me perfectly. I was so glad that when Incredible Hulk came out, I could stop defending Ang Lee's Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I don't think that's the one. Uh, who? There's a Dean Kane used to be Superman. Um, that might have been the one. Twenty years ago. Well, yeah, he's he's older. Um. I can't help you. Look. He, he ends up playing the father of Superman in a different ser series. Uh, oh, um, 
talking about the Duke? It might have been Lewis and Clark. Yes, the Lewis and Clark one. Okay, so it's Dean Kane. Dean Kane. Yeah. Did I meet him? I don't think you did. Maybe you did. No. No, he yeah, he was in Ohio when I was there. He was here in Portland too. Was he? Yeah. In Portland, yep. So he's in Supergirl. Okay, so he is the he's the father of the girl in Supergirl. Is that yeah? It? He's he, he's Kara Danvers' father. Yes, <clears throat> I believe his name is Joe Danvers. Okay. Uh. So, anyways, airplane volcano. Let me see what this other movie was. Small town Santa. He was in a lot of those like Hallmark type TV shows. The lovey dovey holiday ones. Yes. Yeah. Oh. He also did Ripley's, believe it or not. Yeah. Um I I am a fan of Superman and they do have a lot of different Superman shows and he showed up in a lot of them. Not not that particular guy. Superman showed up in a lot of different I mean there was the Smallville, which was a little I don't know. I never really got into Smallville. We did. Now, I didn't get into Smallville right away, but it was like season four or five. I worked with somebody who was a super fan, and we had a conversation, and basically I wasn't interested in it because I thought that it was going to be Superman in the suit right off the bat going for it like Lois and Clark. So she explained, oh, no, no. In fact, one of the mantras of the of the creators are no flights, no tights. And then she goes on to explain what the whole show was about. I'm like, okay, I'll give her a shot. And she's like, I will give you my entire DVD collection to catch up. Wow. <laughs> That's confident. Yeah. There, I did watch an episode that had the Flash in it. Um, you know, somebody said, here, watch this. It, it is Dragon Fighter was the name of that that he was in. Um and I, I like the idea of the Flash to where it was like, here's another person who's running really fast. Now, what was weird is, is I heard they've been trying to do that concept of no tights, no flights thing for a very long time. There was a uh, DVD that I have, An Evening with Kevin Smith, where they were, when they recorded that, and it's basically like a stand-up comedy dash, uh, like live forum thing with him. Yeah, where he's yeah. up there answering questions and it's just a joke. Um, well, in there he was talking about they wanted him to direct a Superman movie and they didn't want him in the suit at all. They didn't want like um, they didn't want him flying. They just like well, that's basically what makes Superman though is the fact that he flies and he's super strong. They didn't want him using that stuff that. But oh. and then like twenty years later, they finally start showing stuff that has that sort of scenario to it. Well, I don't think it would have worked in a movie. I think that it needed the drawn out. And if 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 I can convince you to check it out, I think the first five seasons are really solid. It's six, seven, and eight kind of get a little weird. Some people really like him. Some people really don't like them. And it depends on which season you're talking about as to the highs and lows of what people don't like about him. Nine 
kind of started drawing things back in. And then 10, I thought they finished off really solid. So, you know what got me about it is that Smallville seems to me like Gotham, uh, Muppet Babies, you know, things like that, where you have um, all these characters that have spent so many years developing. Somebody else comes in and goes out, and then somebody else goes in and goes out. And then here you have this show where, okay, let's talk about them when they were teenagers. They all went to high school together. Wait, what? You know, and but Gotham is the same way. You have like all these people who have shown up in this entire Batman story, and they're all in school together. Or like I said, the Muppet Babies. That when they were babies, they all hung out together. That kind of thing. And it's like, but wait a minute. It's now the backstory of these characters are the experience they've gotten in the world, and then to to back it up some and. They're all high schoolers together. So the way that they did things in Smallville is is that the meteor crashes in Smallville. Basically, Clark crashes in Smallville. He's a and that brought kryptonite with it, which causes all of the superpowers of okay. the So it's not... They're... I guess it's kind of like the way Flash did it with... Uh, I was going to say that, yeah. yeah. Because, because the idea that you are the cause of your own problems is way more realistic than, okay, I got my powers from a different planet, and he got his powers because he, he showered in gamma radiation, and you got your powers because you dipped your balls in hot coffee and then immediately shoved them into a nuclear reactor, which makes no sense, but that's what you did. And then um, she's got superpowers because uh, her, the vibrator she was using that night was actually a cucumber. It was vibrating because it was partially sentient, and it took her over. And now she's also see. There's too many. That's that doesn't. I don't happen. think I've ever heard that backstory from Poison Ivy. But what's going to happen is one of our viewers is going to write this shit and become like the next big thing, DC. And I'm I'm going to point at this show and I'm going to say. This is where you got that idea. It was mine. <laughs> I want royalties about cucumber empowered vagina girl, whatever her name is going to be. Yo, really want to claim that? <laughs> that was yeah. worth <laughs> idea. And I'm part of this. <laughs> but the idea is, yeah, in Smallville, the that created everything that's going on around him, it, and. When the, the later seasons, the one that people are kind of iffy on here and there, is when outside influences start coming in. So that's where things kind of got weird. But it's uh, I if you do nothing else with the show, I would the, the first five seasons are very solid. So it's like supernatural. It's like what super what supernatural. Supernatural. Oh, I like supernatural. Yeah. Well, no, the first five seasons, completely tight, well done, perfect. And then they saw how popular it was, and they started milking the goat, as it were. <laughs> they were milking a lot of things. Well, we, we watched, I don't know if we watched more than an episode, but I, it just didn't trip my trigger. Um, wrong episode, then. Yeah. It was the first one. Yeah. That's the one that tells the story behind it. You gotta watch the net the rest to figure out like what they do. 
I'm surprised because normally after watching the first episode of that, people are like, the only people I've said heard they say like I didn't really get it. It's like well, and you start talking about it, like oh yeah, I didn't watch that episode. I started like in the middle somewhere. Well, of course you're not gonna get it, but that's weird. I guess that's. We just keep seeing the car everywhere, or the multiples of the car everywhere. The Impala. Yeah. The nice Impala. And they also had a was it a Gremlin? It was a Gremlin. I want a trophy for my Impella. Does that sound yeah. uh, familiar? A gremlin from this series? A yellow too? a yellow gremlin. I don't recognize a yellow gremlin. Oh, a redhead okay. drove it. Um, uh, the only redhead I remember in there is Alicia Day. Alicia. Uh, Alicia, yeah. Then that was who was on the... So that's why I recognized her. So Felicia Day in a yellow gremlin. Oh, okay. Yeah. We had one of those at the last Comic-Con we went to as well, and I I don't understand why anybody has one of those for any reason, but whatever. <laughs> a classic car? No, no. See, some cars are just old. <laughs> like gremlins. <laughs> That's not classic. <laughs> uh, no, the Impala is classic. The Gremlin is old. <laughs> I'll agree with you, but you know there's some gearheads out there that like you know the weird stuff. So yeah, well, that okay. Like like when I restored a '75 Chevy Monza in high school, and nobody has any clue what a Monza is. Hmm. Isn't that the number seven on the local hibachi grill? Yeah. No. Uh, let's see. So my dad, um, he's got a '57 Chevy Bel Air, a '66 Mustang, and a '65 Impala, and we took those to the car show, and I won a trophy for the Impala because he put it in my name. I was gonna say who restored it. He did. Yeah. But that was a, um, we each drove a car there, and he registered that one in my name at the show. And, uh, and it won, it won best, of, no, not, not best of show. What's the other one? Popular, popular vote or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, like the view, not viewer's choice, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, <laughs> I have at least one of those trophies for my car, and I think I have a couple of second place trophies. I should have at least three. Um, one of them is a piston out of my dad's old blazer. They they took a piston and on the the flat surface they uh, milled in basically the letters, you know, the words for the trophy. Yeah, that's kind of what this one is. And then, uh, oh. It's got that on the bottom. And then it has got goes into a chain. And then that goes into a cup on top. Nice. Show the bottom again. And when you show the bottom, say something, because you need to take over the camera. Say something. Uh, this is the bottom of my trophy, and I am taking over the camera. OK. That's nothing like a piston. Uh, what I have is an actual piston out of an actual engine. 
Yeah, this isn't a piston. This is a, what, what is that? That's a, a gear, some sort of a gear. But these are all car parts that he used. Yeah, yeah. Well, are you, wait, even the chain? I don't know where the chain came from. Because, I mean, oh, it looks like a bike chain to me, but I guess, it's you probably know. probably a bike. Yeah, it's a bike chain. I was going to say, I don't know if, if timing chains work like, or look like that at all versus all, timing this guy was there and he had like a ton of stuff all made from car parts and like um i mean he had like hummingbirds on flowers and things all made from parts and he did a really good job so all three trophies were different and uh so it's the people's choice nice at the local winery we have a winery so that must be why it's like a cup like that, where all all the trophies cup sort of based. Yes. Yep. And I have to go to it again next year because it's kind of like their tradition there. Like the uh, all the people who won last year were parked right up front this year with the trophy that they won on top. Very so cool. next year, this car is gonna be up front, and. I probably wouldn't have won this because everybody voted for their own car, probably. And then, uh, probably me, my dad, my mom all voted for this one. And then, probably his two friends were there, voted for it too. So, then, uh, next year, we'll probably all vote for one of the other ones that my parents bring. And... <laughs> my dad and my uncle used to do a lot of car shows um, before I was born and shortly after I was born and then I remember going to a few as a kid and then they they really pretty much stopped and then uh, and then I restored my own car and then I was a member of a car club and um, did car shows with my car until 1997 I want to say and then um, that's kind of been it now. Now, if anything, I some once in a while attend them. Like we had a big, it was called Buggies and Blues in uh, Mandan in North Dakota. It was every June, and it the the entire downtown for blocks and blocks and blocks, the road would be blocked off, and there were just tons and tons of cars. Um, but thanks to North Dakota weather, several <laughs> years. There were massive hailstorms that happened during the car show. Wow. And, and lots and lots and lots of cars got damaged. And, you know, that, that really put a damper on people wanting to bring their car out for those shows. Yeah. So it, it was like clockwork every year that show would come around and every year that that weekend was most likely going to be stormy hey so i see you have a wonder woman cover there for your uh, just for uh -huh. your phone oh yeah here i'll uh my my wife loves the wonder woman stuff you should and and she has the iPhone 10. Mine's on its way, and that's that's the uh, my cover is on the table. No. No. Oh. She'll get my cover too. I'll let you show yours first. Okay. Yeah my my cover is Wonder Woman. 
Oh yeah, she would totally love that. And it's um, it's the wallet. Oh, nice. Good. I just shut the damn messages off. So, um, so yeah, it has my a few cards in there and some cash, and then the phone, and it's uh got a little magnet to keep it closed, which also has the logo on it. That's awesome. And the back is uh, is identical. You know the whole yeah. the whole case looks like that. I actually found it on um, on Amazon for twelve to fifteen dollars. Wow. I mean it nice. was really cheap. If you wanted to get an Apple one in a solid color that you didn't want, you could pay a hundred. <laughs> so um, but yeah I I, I ended up coming home with the new new iPhone and there's no more home button and you have to learn a whole new way to navigate it. Oh. Hmm. It sounded like that was the thing that everybody liked about the original ones was that they were very easy to navigate. I um, well definitely because my hand doesn't work because I can't like move my thumb. Um, this complicates my life quite a bit. So because normally on the on the regular iPhone, you had your start or your home button down here, and you'd push it to to use your fingerprint to turn it on. Um, now I have to be looking at it and swipe up, and obviously my face isn't in there, so it wants my code. What's your code? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's one two three password. That one too. So then, you know, if if I want to bring up this menu of my shortcuts, it used to be at the bottom, and you just swiped up. Now it's over here on this side. If I want my notifications, they're over on the other side. Um, to do Apple Pay before, you would just hold your finger on the button. And, and it would use your fingerprint to use Apple Pay. Now I have to double click the the on the power button. So I, I have to hit that twice and, and be looking at it again because it's looking for my face. And um, Now would photographs work to unlock stuff like that? No. Not that we tried it, but no. <laughs> It's There's, I the, mean, we watched the keynote and everything, and they discussed the, the, the facial recognition. And apparently, there is a company that specifically tried to figure out a way to get it to unlock without an actual human doing it. Your eyes have to be open and everything. I mean, could someone take a picture, look at it while you're asleep or something to activate it? No, um, I've used, I've, okay, so when you get your phone, you. Like um, with the fingerprint reader, it would want you to put your finger on the button and, you know, twist it and turn it and get every angle and everything around your finger. Now, yeah. when you do the facial recognition, you hold your phone up and it tells you, you know, to rotate your head and spin it around and, you know, it, it 
kind of gets, I guess, probably a little bit more of a 3D sort of version of your face in its memory. So I did that. And I know sometimes people have said they haven't always had the best luck by wearing glasses. I haven't had any problems with it not recognizing my face. I mean, my glasses were on when I trained it. They're always going to be on. But even though... Um, and even though I didn't use sunglasses when I did the training part, if I wear sunglasses, it still works. That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, I, I can't, I mean, I'm sure it's got to be a combination of things of, you know, markers and points on your entire head that it really uses, which is why I don't think that you can use a flat picture, for example, or, you can't unlock it just specifically because you have, you know, clear shot of the eyes uh, with, you know, since sunglasses worked okay. So I, I don't know, but, oh, and also with the fingerprint reader, you like, he could train, well, we trained his phone with both his fingerprint and mine so that when I would use his phone, I could just open it. Um, you cannot do facial recognition with more than one face on your phone. Huh. So. Um, Mine has the fingerprint thing, but I don't use it. It's got a fingerprint thing on the back. Oh. I just never. Um, my, my case, by the way, is also like her wallet. So it's, it's a wallet also. Yeah, but I found him a TARDIS. And the. They call it Samsung Pay on here. Uh -huh. I'll tell you what, that is like, that is so convenient. I mean, it takes it at the vending machines at work. So I got a credit card and a debit card in there. And then you just like, there's one vending machine at work that it doesn't work for. <laughs> um, that's the vending machine you want everything out of, right? That's the one that has like the real food, like the sandwiches and stuff. So you have to have cash for that one. And then like, Two pot machines, one uh, snack machine, um, the coffee machine, and uh, there's another one there. What's the other one got? I never use that one. Oh, it's the healthy stuff. I was going to say fruit. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not quite that healthy. It's more like, you know, uh, granola bars and um, the, the chips that aren't as bad for you. The baked ones? Yeah, it's that type of stuff. All right. So... Um, our, I, I don't know why, but our transit system here recently spent, I'm sure, millions and millions of dollars creating something called a hop pass. And so they put these, these machines at every stop for the max and on every bus where, um, if, if you buy a card, you can get like a reloadable card. It basically looks like a credit card, but it must have like an NFC chip in it or something to communicate with these, these uh, readers. Well, you can use Apple Pay or I'm sure like the Samsung Pay or something at these stands as well. Um, and I've used it the last few times to get my Max passes when I've gone out. But again, now with this new situation, I I can't just hold my phone up there and keep my thumb on the on the fingerprint reader. 
I have to stand right in front of the machine with my phone up to it, facing me head on, hold it in one hand, double click with the other, and then my Apple Pay works. Oh, right. See, and, and I don't know. I think it's I've got this like major distrust for certain things and government need type stuff and all that stuff to where when I see this technology, I'm thinking what, what behind the, uh, they're saying this is what we have. And I'm thinking, well, what do you have over there that's using that same technology? Like, is it learning everybody's faces so that the, um, the camera in the stores, can pull up people's personal information now because we're all like getting copies of our faces from like every angle or, you know, I'm always wondering what's the other thing that they're not telling us about. And it, it might not be anything at all, but I'm always wondering, like they're saying, here's this cool technology. And I'm thinking, yeah, what are you doing with it? Fuckers. I'm tired of this cat. <laughs> <laughs> she and we got the cat with the grabber. Around her, around her neck, neck. <laughs> and the cat was wrestling. That's hilarious. I like to annoy her with the grabber. She True. likes to annoy me with herself. All right, so. <laughs> um, you can use a passcode on my phone, too. You don't have to do the facial recognition, but. Yeah. So we started and ended with the iPhone 10. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Yeah. So. What I'm going to say is for the viewers slash listeners. Wait, did we? Did you show them the portrait mode photo taking? No, I did not. I I still I cannot figure out how to work the stupid thing. Um, stage light, right? Why doesn't it work with me? Which mm. mode are you supposed to use? Awesome Christmas sweaters. Check these out. Speaking of Christmas sweaters, anyone want to see depressing Christmas cards? Yeah. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> what? Depressing Christmas cards? No, these Christmas, like, it's like a dead Santa. Now it worked. And then it said move closer. So, okay. Well, she just took a picture of me. So here's another stupid feature that I can't figure out, obviously. You're you're supposed to be able to do these different modes with, uh, with the phone. One is called portrait mode, and basically it, it pretty much blacks out the entire screen except for the person you take a picture of. That's stage light yeah. so that I'm lit as if I'm on a stage. Yeah, it looks like there's a spotlight on him. Wow. I don't That's know. Painting. Wait, right. And then, and then actually, and Trisha has the phone that will allow me to get the Clips app to show you the Millennium Falcon, too. Huh. This is a, this is kind of a screwed up card. Oh yeah, yeah it is. Huh. Ding, 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 ding. I don't know. It's 
You look truly terrifying. <laughs> this is a little scary. <laughs> I'm very scared of that. I want to make that my profile picture. <laughs> that is just awful. <laughs> Sweet. Well, let me send it to you. Okay. <laughs> so now for the viewers and listeners at home. Wow. We're going to end the podcast. We've had Bob. Hopefully we can have a Bob again in the future. But for the hosts, we will stay on as long and as long as we want to. So uh, hang on just a few minutes, you guys, and uh, say goodbye to everybody. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Especially you. You know who you are. Yeah, you. I heard about you. <laughs>